everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. Excited to hang out with you today. You are going to be listening to a Facebook Live where I was talking about whether to calorie count or not to calorie count. I've got some good information for you, some studies for you, and I hope to also inspire you in a thoughtful plan for your life and how that, whether it's wanting to help with your health or your relationships or marriage, that writing things down does have a powerful place in the kingdom. And so with that, we're offering you this free download right now. If you haven't gone to the website, go get it. It is our free food journal download. The link to the free download is in the show notes, so be sure to get it. Now, it is specifically for anyone who's feeling not feeling good. Listen, if you're feeling good, you're all good. Like, don't worry about it. Uh, If you have um, been coming out of a season where you've been like trying to count all your calories, maybe take a break for a while. But I promise you, our journal, there's no counting anything. There is accounting for. Accounting for how are you feeling? How are you thinking? What did you put in your mouth? We're not going to ask you to read any labels because studies show that doesn't really do anything. It has more to do with the quality that you put in, being thoughtful about what you put in. This message today is going to inspire anyone who feels like you just got a little lost and you need a little pick-me-up, you need a little plan. Well, here's a godly way of doing it. And it doesn't have to be. You can take this journal and switch it and change it into thoughts, a template for your finances, a template for whatever it is, the dream that you have. Even though we're talking specifically about what goes in your mouth, it's really more about what's going on in your heart. So however we can help you get to that place, we are in. All right, I won't keep you any longer. Thanks, you guys. You can follow me over on Instagram at um, Alisa Keaton and follow the ministry Revelation Wellness on Instagram or Facebook. Listen, leave a, leave a comment. Let us know what you thought of this podcast and even consider sharing it. Share it with someone leave a review, help us get the word out that we are inviting people to love God, get healthy, be whole, and love others. And be sure you guys to stay all the way to the end. I have some really exciting news for you. I actually pray and then I kept recording because some really good questions were answered and I just, I'm gonna let you hear them and then I have an announcement at the very end. So listen all the way through and I'll be talking to you guys soon. Peace. Lisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness and the author of The Wellness Revelation. It is Wednesday and I love to get to connect with you. It really truly is my joy. What I would really love is to connect with you in flesh and blood, like in real time, in real living color. But I'll take this, I'll take social media as a a, a second runner up. So thanks for hanging out with me today. I have a question to ask you, which is, to calorie count or not to calorie count. That's what we're going to talk about today. And actually, I think we're going to get a bigger vision for the concept of calorie counting, put it in a good spot. I'm going to give you a little research today about what we know to work, not what doesn't work, and all these good things. And then I also have something amazing to share with you. You need to know this. So I'm just going to tell you right now. Hi, Katie. Or I'm sorry. Hi, Krista. See, I need my glasses, please. There it is. <laughs> it's for a minute, I'm on my little tiny phone. If I was on my desktop or an iPad, I probably wouldn't need these. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Robin. Hi, Trish. Hi, Keelan. Ooh, I love that name, Keelan. That's beautiful. Hey there. Oh my gosh, all the way from Botswana. Sarah, that's amazing. Where are you guys today? I would love to know. Like I said, it is our greatest joy 
to do this with you. I really want to do it in person. So maybe you are registered for Platoon 21, right? Because that is what we do. We want to get with you. We want to disciple. We want to walk with you. We want to do life with you, truly. And that's an investment of time that comes in terms, uh, comes in the form of our instructor training. So if you are in Platoon 21, I want to know. We are enrolling now. You have about seven Day, I don't even know, five days left. It starts on Monday or Thursday next week. So if you start in the Thursday class, you still have time to get in. And I would love that because then we actually, I'm going to meet with you. We're going to train nine weeks online and then five glorious heaven on earth days up here in North Arizona. And it's beautiful and amazing. And I'm hoping that if you're hearing my voice and you're feeling drawn to it, don't delay. Get your application in. It's going to start. We're going to move. We're going get, to get going on Monday. If you're not ready for it yet and you've never heard of our instructor training, we use fitness as a tool to spread the gospel. How about this? We use fitness as a tool. We call it a fitness teacher, gospel preacher. And I know for some of you go, I'm not a gospel preacher. Okay, that's fine. Well, you are because if you have, if you love God... <laughs> You, you have been called to preach the gospel, but maybe that feels overwhelming. So how about you are a fitness teacher freedom bringer? Like you go, oh no, I want to do that. I want to bring and provide more for people than just working off last night's meal or trying to get in tomorrow's swimsuit. Like it's really about the get to and the grace of today. And that is a good news message. People need to hear that more and more. Amen. So we want you to come in. We are doing a clarion call for people to get free, to stay free, and to set others free. So if that is exciting for you, come on in. And if you are Platoon 20 and under and you're in this Facebook right now, I want you to give your Platoon number, put it, post it, and then say something encouraging to the 21 people who are here and getting excited. Kristen Kurtz. Okay, Kristen, yes. I'm super excited. All right, so, and it, besides that, if you're not going to do that with us, then maybe I'll see you in Tennessee Next Thursday, Friday, Franklin, Tennessee, I'll be there for Rev on the Road. Okay, don't try to stay tuned. I'm gonna, this is going to be maybe 15 minutes or so, but I want you to stay tuned because I have exciting news to announce at the end. I, I'm Honestly, this is sneak peek. You probably, I probably shouldn't tell you this. Promise me you won't cause too much of, like, just hang on. We'll get there. But something very cool is about to happen. I'm going to let you guys have, I can't help it. I have to share it. I think all the parts are in place that we can do this now. But be ready for some really exciting news that is, will come at the very end. Okay, so my question to you today, to calorie count or not to calorie count. Um, wow, you guys, I've been in the fitness industry for over 25 years and I can remember in the 80s and 90s, I've done fitness shows and competitions and things like that where we were just understanding, we're trying to understand food science. We didn't really know. Like it was just all we knew is fat was bad. That was kind of the thing. And so you would take out fat and begin to count calories, keeping log of what you ate, how much calories in, calories out. That was kind of the baseline of what we knew. And if you've ever tried to lose weight, you've thought about that because it makes really good sense. It makes sense to like go, well, I'll just count how much in if I eat less than I push out, the energy I push out, then I'll lose weight. And that is absolutely true. But the thing is, is people aren't keeping it off. It's a more, you can lose the weight, but can you keep it off? And can you sustain a lifestyle that is energetic, 
It feels good. You have found your rhythm and your flow. And most people that go after a number cannot do that. So there was a time I remember people would write, I mean, when I was doing fitness shows, you'd write everything down and I would have to work it like a math equation and, and think like, okay, now how much, uh, how much fat, but I needed just enough fat so I could keep going and have some energy, but not too much carbohydrates. And so you're kind of always looking in all the time trying to stay within a 1200 calorie for a body my size, do all the math, metabolic rate and all these things. It was like trying to understand a machine. Our bodies are not machines. If our bodies were machines and can compute data, then that's how calorie counting would work. But it doesn't work, right? Now, here's what I'm not here to say. I'm not here to say forget it all and throw it all out because there is validity to paying attention to what you eat. It goes in line with paying attention to your life. Habakkuk 2.2, you guys, Habakkuk. Habakkuk, is that how you say it? Habakkuk. It's a book of prophecy, uh, the, the prophets in the Old Testament. And he said this in verse 2-2, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he who runs reads it. I love that. So the person, there's basically... Whoever is going somewhere, if you're going to go somewhere, right? you don't want to just run to run. When I run, I want to know there's a beginning and an end. If you run a race, there's a beginning and an end. Nobody wakes up every day and just begins to run, unless you're Forrest Gump. <laughs> you don't just go run and like, I don't know, I'll stop. No, you kind of have a start and a finish. And I love that running is always something, the scripture is so... Uh, it, it speaks in terms of an athlete, enduring, persevering, pushing through suffering and discomfort, being faithful and not growing weary, like all these things. And because we're designed for that type of capacity, hear me, the reason you long for it is because you're made for it. You're designed for it. But it's how we go about getting it that often becomes draining and exhausting and we go, forget it. I'm giving up. So first key takeaway, the minute you want to give up on something, you have to reassess the plan or the way in which you're going about it. You just, it's not that the idea is bad. Perhaps it's the motivation behind it or the tools that you are using to get what you want. All right, so how many people here, raise your hand if you have used, there's a lot of fitness apps or uh, calorie counting apps. If you've used calorie counting apps, um, just raise your hand and say, done it, been there, done that, still doing it. And maybe for some of you, you're still doing it. Because here, what we don't do, we're with the spirit of the law around here. We don't do the letter of the law, the spirit of the law. And the spirit is all about you being free. So can you count your calories and be free? It depends on what the goal is. Maybe you need to figure out some things. Maybe you just need to look under the hood to figure out how much energy am I consuming? But we know this, that studies prove that just trying to lower calories, just to approach it from a pure numbers base in terms of weight loss, which really is more about, I need to get healthy, that does not sustain. 70% of people that do that will be back on the roller coaster. And I have to wonder if the 30% who do get what they want, how free are they? Are they really enjoying it? Or are they constantly working another math equation? And the truth is, as you get older, the numbers will change. How my 47-year-old body is metabolically doing can be very different from someone else's. And then you can't really figure out to try and chase numbers. It is literally, as Solomon would say, a chasing after the wind. 
So what we have done in Revelation Wellness is we thought, you know, we're going to, that's all good. We, we've, we've learned from that. There's nothing wrong with me knowing how many calories are in a cliff bar or, you know, it's good to know. It's good. You don't have to be afraid of these things, but I don't live or die by it. That would be the letter of the law. The spirit of the law is pay attention, write it down in terms of what are you wanting for, for your life. So instead of, now here's the thing, statistically too, it shows anyone who has a goal, who writes it down, will more likely get to that goal. Makes sense. It's like every day you're kind of saying, here are my goals for the day. People that write it down are more likely to achieve it. Now the thing is you got to do it, right? But if I write it down, I'm probably going to be more accountable to myself. I'm aware of it. I don't want to prove myself to be a hypocrite. I want to make good on it. So I will go about it. You guys, that's why journaling, period. All forms of journaling. Let's hear it for the journalers. I am very late to life on journaling. Very late. I probably didn't really start journaling. Well, as I stare at my library of journals right now, and I have a lot of them. Um, I didn't really start journaling until I be, I stepped into the wellness world with the message of the gospel. Like, I'm like, I got to start writing some things down. And actually, it was God who's like, sit down and start writing. And I was afraid of what would come out of me if I write it. What does that mean if I write it? What if not? What if gibberish comes out of me if I write? Well, I had to just sit down and begin to write. So journaling is so powerful, you guys. And I know it sounds so old fashioned, but it literally changes the brain matrix, how you think and how you feel. You have time to process some things and we don't really do that as much anymore. Instead, we scroll and we look for other people to tell us how we should think or how we should feel. We have to sit down and listen to our own heart. It's speaking to us. What are we thinking? What are we feeling? And then when it comes to your health, your financial goals, your relationship goals, whatever it is, your desires, your prayers, your wants, you can start to write those down because as Habakkuk says, he's a prophet, Habakkuk says, write the vision, write the goal, make it plain on tablets so he who runs, which is you, may read it, that you'll have a plan. And the plan can always change. I love, I think it's Lara Casey, Jess Conley. They're really good about, listen, write it down. They love their type A's that way. I learn from them a lot. But also, you got to just be loose with it. That's why calorie counting doesn't work great because it's so defined. It so defines, oh, I went over my points or point counting, all the point systems. It just, ugh. Amen? Okay. So here's what we have for you. We are offering you, we want you to try something different. And if for anyone who's out there that's like, you're floating in your life. You're just floating by. You don't feel well. You're wondering why you you have low energy, you are restless, you're irritable, you just don't feel well. That's I'm always putting my finger on that. I don't care about the size of your pants, how much you stand on a scale and weigh. How do you feel? How do you feel? I am a feeler. I'm an intuitive person. Guess my Enneagram number. I don't understand the Enneagram. I think I'm a weird one. I tie on the Enneagram. I'm equally as much as a one as I am an eight. And then I'm also slightly a seven. So go, I don't know. I got to figure myself out. What does that mean when you have almost a three-way tie on an Enneagram? But I do know that I'm an activator. I'm a go-getter. I can, I want, if it's out, if, if better is out there, I'm going to do it. Okay. So writing things down is a big part of getting to where I want to go. Now, oh, let me see something. Sorry. I'm getting a call. That's not good. Um, 
we wanted to do something a little bit different for you to help you if you're feeling like something's off, something's off. It is important again to start writing it down. So up on this link, we have a free download. It's our free food journal. Now, I don't care if you're like, I don't need to work on my food, Elisa. You do need to work on what's going on with me throughout the day. And that is what our food journal does. So it is on a one page sheet and you can get it on your iPad as well. By the way, if you wanna download it on your iPad, you can PDF download it. And you know they have a PDF writer that you can write and type on a PDF. So you can do it that way too and put it in your phone. But mostly you go to the website and you click down this free download link. So there's one page, there's two pages. On each day, here's what we're gonna ask you to do. And by the way, if you've been in the Wellness Revelation, if you've done the book, the book right there, um, then you have seen this journal, but we have revised it to make it more user-friendly. It looks better, it flows better, and I added one thing to it. So it will ask for a date, write the date. Then it says Scripture of the Week. Well, here's the thing. You could do Scripture of the Day, but I feel like often there's gotta be one Scripture you just need to write it and continue to write it and continue to write it until you don't need to write anymore, until you know you have processed that piece of scripture. Because sometimes I think with scripture, we do it like my daily bread and we just eat it and throw it away, eat it and throw it away. I Sometimes I need to sit with one for a long time. Like right now, the one that I'm sitting on is uh, John 16, 33. Take heart. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome this world. So that's just like... I'm just saying it to myself because I feel like I know I'm in kind of a battle season right now. The other one is the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. And I love writing it down. In all my journals right now, I keep coming back to that scripture because the Lord is not done with that. Sometimes I feel like we treat scripture a little bit like Kleenex. We blow our nose, throw it away, move on to the next one, grab another Kleenex, blow our nose, throw it away. Like, I want to get well. Like, I want this thing to get in me. I want it to be medicine for my soul, not just a Band-Aid for my cut skin. Like, I need it to go down. So meditating on it. So we give you the scripture of the week. Maybe it's one, but if you want to write a new one every day, but scripture, write down that truth. Then we have breakfast, lunch, and dinner in these blocks, okay? So you have three blocks. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. There's a clock. We ask you to just kind of pay attention to what time you eat, a little clock symbol. So you'd write your time, and you just write down what you eat. You just write down what you eat. Don't look at it. Don't pay attention. Don't have to look at how many fat grams, how many this. Just write down. Now, Here's what is very true. Although studies show it doesn't show, it doesn't count. Um, it's not how much you eat and keeping track of the calories of how much you eat that it leads to a lifestyle of having a, a, a well-balanced set point of weight. It has more to do with what you eat, right? We know that. Like, get rid of the junk. Just eat real food. As uh, Poland says, Michael Pollan, the guy of um, Food Inc. or the, the documentary, Eat food, mostly plants, not too much. I love it. He like, he like dropped the mic on us, all of us wellness people. Eat food, eat some food, mostly plants, not too much. The end. <laughs> Peace out. So write down what you eat. And then after you've written down what you eat, there's a little box there that says feelings and thoughts. What if, how do I feel? How did I feel when I ate? How do I feel now? And maybe even circle back if a couple, listen, I know. Two days ago, I ate sheepskin or sheepskin sheep yogurt. I, I'm right now. I'm dairy free, and I ate some sheep yogurt, and something about it did not agree with me. Because about uh, 20, 30 minutes later, I was a little noisy. If you know what I mean, there were some sounds. I'm like, oh, okay, what was that? And I could just pay attention to it. 
so I don't like over obsess about it, but I'm also want to not like just it was uncomfortable, bloating, gassy, that kind of thing. So paying attention to how did that make me feel, review it, come back to it the next day and go like, I had that, that was good, whatever it was. Then we have a hunger scale, you guys. We just want you to rate your hunger before you eat and after you eat. Again, all of this is just suggestions and way to think about what I'm putting in my body and what it does for me on the other side. That's all. Because what I'm supposed to eat is not supposed to look like what you're supposed to eat. Because that is the question. If we're just supposed to eat better, Instead of eating or counting what we eat, it's considering what we're eating, not how much we eat. But then the question is, well, Elisa, what do I eat? You have to figure it out. Some of you will be dairy-free. Some of you will be gluten-free. Some of you will be totally, you can eat gluten and dairy and whatever, but you have to take that awareness of what's going on. So rating our hunger, not overeating yourself, because I can overeat for sure. In quinoa, (laughs) I still gravitate towards kind of starchy things and I can just fill myself up on that and then I will be gassy. If I eat too much, I can feel it. I feel sluggish. So I have to be aware of how my hunger, how hungry was I when I started? So one being empty stomach, I'm dying, I'm gonna, I'm hangry. At a one, I'm a hangry. At a five, I'm stuffed. So all through the day, I'm just kind of floating between a two, three, four, two, three, four, trying to keep a healthy blood flow, um, a blood sugar. And then at the bottom, we do snacks, drinks, quiet time. Did you do any? Yes or no? And then some daily reflective thoughts. So here's the thing. We created this for you guys because we're thinking of you. We want to help you wake up to your life of power, love, and a sound mind. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. He didn't give you a spirit where you're sitting back counting everything. He gave you power, love, and a sound mind. And Habakkuk says, make a vision, write it down, so those who run can read it. You can every day go back and go, oh, okay. Now, here's the question. Do I do this all the time every day? No, but when I'm not well, yes. When I'm not well, okay. Let's go. I've lost my vision. I got lost. I've been watching. I've been on vacation. I've been thinking. I've not been thinking clearly, and that was fine, but now it's time. So, yes, I will come back and I will write some things down. And it just is a really wonderful way to stay integrated. Speaking of integrated, do you read our blog today? Ugh. Brian East, one of our instructors, um, he shared a most honest, beautiful blog about healing his body and his soul and his spirit from abuse in his life and like integration, integration. He said a quote in there that physical exercise is not for our bodies just as much as knowing God is not just for our spirits. They intertwine. I love it. And so this is why we can take something like journaling and say, Let's, let's get in there. Let's, let's tinker a little bit with how these lines cross with how I think and how I feel. That is our food journal. It's super fun, super easy. Just try it out. Send it to a friend or, well, they might be. But if it's someone you know who's like help asking for help, there is some help for them. Okay. Um, how do you feel? I'm going to read some... Read some questions if there's any questions. Actually, I'll pray and then that way you can go. I I love to pray because I believe in the power of prayer. I believe that we overcomplicate this thing way too much. That we just start to ask, seek, knock. And if we ask according to God's will, it's done. 
And I know that it is God's will that you would be well, that you would love the body you're in, that you would care for it without obsessing over it or neglecting it, that you would be so ready for your life, which is a good abundant life, that you are in abundance, that you're not living from poverty. You have abundance all around you. Your feet are standing on it right now. Once we know that, then we become truly cities on a hill, lights that can shine wellness because that's what the world is looking for right now. They're hungry, they're thirsty. They're hungry and they're thirsty. They're out there looking for drinks of this and food and nourishment of that. We have living water and the bread of life with us. It's amazing and a privilege. Okay, I'm going to pray. If anyone here, um, I'm going to break any food addictions, obsessing, mental, like I'm tormented by my food. I'm constantly thinking. And by the way, if you're someone who's always writing things down, you're going to need to take a break for a minute. You're going to need to take a break and then consider writing it this way if that would free you up more. You got to step away from all the, all everyone's telling you, eat this way, eat that way. What if you just sought the Lord in scripture first, made a vision with him, wrote it down and began a trajectory towards freedom, towards the spirit of the law and not the letter of the law? Because there is a law. It is true. You eat more than you consume, you're going to gain weight. You eat poopy food, you're going to feel bad. There's a law here, but we live by the spirit and not by the letter. So Lord, we thank you so much. I thank you for um, the women and the men that are here and seeking more of you, integrating them in their heart, in their mind, in their soul, in their strength, God. I thank you that it's simple, it's easy, it's fun to follow you, God, that you're not difficult. And so God, right now, I speak against the mental torment that comes against your sons and your daughters, that they have to work harder, count more, uh, pay attention to these details or that they will fall into some sort of trap. So God, I ask for clarity without condemnation. That people would know what they're supposed to do according to your word and they would not feel condemned because they haven't done it or when they fall short, Lord. That we all fall short of the glory. So we expose the enemy as the critic that he is, as the shamer that he is. He's a liar and he's a thief. And we bind him right now in handcuffs, foot, feet bound, arms bound, mouth gagged, and he is to be taken captive. And Lord, would you deal with him appropriately? Would you let us be, let us learn from him what he has done to accuse us? So God, I ask for healings of minds. I ask for healings of guts. Where people have turned to food instead of you, God, would you just spit it out of their mouth, Lord? I pray for immediate turnabout that people would want to go into a deeper place with you of discomfort, of confronting the obsessions that they have or the fears that they have. That God, you are a God who says no more fear. Power, love, and a sound mind you've given us. God, I speak against fibromyalgia, autoimmune disorders, the way they're hiding out in our food or in our chemicals or things inside of us. God, would you just bring a light and shine it so that your people would be well. And continue, God, to use this ministry. Speak to us so that we could just declare the goodness of the Lord. You are fighting this battle, and it belongs to you. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Any questions? Oh, okay, you stayed to the end. Oh, I told you I would say something.
can't show, I can't say it, but I do know this. On Monday, on Monday, our next wellness challenge begins. 30 day, the sign-ups start. We won't start till September 10th, but the sign-ups begin on Monday. You wanna get into it, it's a pick your price. We are going, and I have to tell you, this one, um, this is the first time in the history of, of, the, of the ministry that we are women only. We're doing a women only. It's time for the daughters of God. We gotta get up, clean ourselves off, and come to the table. Because in a Me Too generation, there are things that we have to deal with. And it has everything to do with our identity that we would get clear in our mind because we do not have a skinny gene problem. We have a problem with our belief system. And so we're gonna do this as women, we're gonna go first. So on Monday, the signups are gonna open. It'll all be announced, so be sure we have your email so you know about it and you don't miss out. Okay, questions. How's my mom doing? Thank you for asking. She is doing um, really well. Some good days, bad days. Good days, bad days, you guys. Uh, it's it's a, a, honestly a privilege to walk with her. And it, and I cry a lot. I cry, things just come, I just feel a lot. Yes, amen, God made versus man made. Amen, Kristen. You know, Kristen, I wanna say this, Lord, she said, Lord, how do you want me to eat? Ask him and he will reel. He totally will. And he's not complicated. So start with the obvious things. He doesn't hide himself, like just ask water, sleep, is there something else that I need to do to set up myself to hear from you better? So if we're dehydrated, we are not able to think straight. Like these are basic things. If we are tired, we can't think straight. So do the, the, the basic things first and then he can build upon that. But uh, we tend to go really difficult. Like, I okay, I need to eat more of this, need more of that. What if it's just a lifestyle, an undercurrent that needs to be adjusted to? Okay, Elisa, I was long-term points food journal. Ooh, this is a good one. Honestly felt so bound by it, just like the scale, but I broke free from the scale, stopped the food logs. I'm a bit hesitant about going back to food journal, 2021. Yeah, amen, and I totally agree with that. Um, Pray about it, pray about it. It's for the person that's not feeling well. If you're doing great, hey, go, keep going. But it's for the person that's like, um, I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I'm not paying attention. So I need to wake up. And that, that, is, that is a call of the Lord. So you can trust him to keep you free. But if you're, not, if you're feeling well, don't worry about it. But you're like, I know I'm not doing too great in my body, my energy, my grumpiness, whatever it is. It's time to, to make a vision and write it down. So excited for Monday. Me too. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Keelan. I have an autoimmune disorder and doctor says I need to be on an AIP diet and it's overwhelming for you. Yeah, Julia, I'm praying for you. I know um, that's why I'm going after autoimmune. Like I just, I just autoimmune. It's that hidden thing. Uh, I do believe, uh, Julia, not to say I do think the Lord will give you the grace for the diet change. If it's been medically, I'm, I'm not going to overstep, say what you don't need if a doctor said it. But that overwhelm thing, that fear. The fear is feeding the autoimmune. And it's not just about food, there's something else. The, the, the emotional distress is causing the stress that autoimmune disorders, whew, man, it's like gasoline for those things when we stress, when we're afraid. So there's some healing, honestly, I believe a deeper healing of like, okay, God, talk with me about 
um, my pain. <laughs> I'm going to do another podcast. Uh, if you did the revving the word, mad, sad, bad, scared, we got to do a lot. We got to work on mad, sad, bad, and scared. I'm mad. I'm sad. I feel bad. I'm scared. Like you got to work those out with the Lord because that's where all the stress That's where it all hangs out in those emotions of feeling mad, feeling bad, feeling sad and feeling scared. Um, But we can we can uproot those. So I'm I'm praying for you. And that's why. But there there is God. He will never call us into something that will not give us greater. I never. It sucks in the minute. It sucks in the moment. It seems like a big loss. But he always, always gives something double portion on the other side. So go, (laughs) vaya con Dios, go with God and be greatly blessed. Okay, amen. Yes, thank you. Yes, Hashimoto's, amen. Yeah, another one um, on those autoimmune things. Those are just one stress, chronic stress, childhood stress. It's built up over the years. Um, I believe that rheumatoid arthritis, arthri- arthritis, uh, it is impossible. Like, like, listen, we're not going to get through this world <laughs> without sickness and disease. It, it, it's here, but it also is a wonderful, like, all right, Lord, you get to be God here. Believe for a miracle. Believe him to intervene. But listen to him in the small, steady step places. He is with you. He hasn't gone silent. There are small, steady step places you have to take and sacrifices to be made. Even in healing with, from my childhood pain, my childhood anger, anger's a big one. Oof. Um, my gut was just destroyed through anger and disappointment. Um, and I'm still healing and build back up. But honestly, I, I feel great. Right now, I don't eat dairy, I don't eat gluten. Would it be nice to eat dairy and gluten? Sure. But I'm okay, and I actually have great energy for not for me, so don't everyone go run out and be dairy and gluten-free unless you need called to that. But uh, it's worth it to me. It is worth it. He has actually blessed me in the sacrifice. So that's what I'm here to say. Whatever he's asking you to give up, there's a blessing that is twofold than what you feel like, no, no, no. Have you ever seen that picture? It's like a meme of a little girl, and she's holding a teddy bear this tiny little bear and then Jesus is asking for the little bear and behind his back is like this six foot bear (laughs) like this big I want to give you something better this is who he is everything is always better he's gonna give you more okay I can't convince you of it it's got to become your own testimony but it is mine so if you don't have it for your own draft in mind I've only known him to give me double portion for what he's taken Has there been a waiting time? You betcha. Did he transform my heart in the waiting time? You betcha. I'm more free. I'm getting more of the prayers of my heart to be a woman at rest. A woman who goes, Manasseh, I remember my pain no more. And the the Lord has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. That puts the enemy to open shame. We all want to be instantly healed, right? But no greater revenge than he who has come through the very thing that destroy, was going to destroy them to turn around and make it a ministry where others are set free. And that's why I'm even here today. Um, should I be focused on eating proteins, veggies, and fruit with adrenal fatigue? Uh, with adrenal fatigue, what you should really be focused on is, are you working out, Joni? Like, are you pushing too hard? That's a hard one. Um, the food, just eat whole, eat healthy whole foods. I wouldn't say fruits, vegetables. To me, it has more to do with stress. 
With adrenal fatigue, even exercise, there you have to pull back. You have to, it's hard. Like you go, here's what I know what happens in adrenal fatigue. When you work out, you feel better. So you think, well, I'll feel better. And you do in that moment, but then you dig a ditch on the backside when you have to recover. You keep falling deeper into the ditch. And so you have to take it easy. Light, keeping your heart rate from that low. You're trying to get the cortisol out of your body because your body's on shut, just overload and the adrenals are blown. There's too much stress. And it doesn't even have to come from working out. It comes from your work environment, your home environment, your stress. That's why be still and be loved. You guys, mindfulness. Our next, that's why I'm excited about our challenge on Monday. It is, oh, it's going to deal with the root of mad, bad, sad, scared stress that has stolen the peace, the power, and the love that we have as daughters of God. Okay. Wow. We could be here all day, but so much confirmation. Amen. Okay. You're resting, walking. Yoga is what my doctor... Great. Joni, then you're doing great. Then honestly, um, I would say there's still that undercurrent of stress. It's a time of rest. Um, and then talk to your daughter more or your doctor more about an actual step plan out of it. Write it down. Make a vision. Write a plan. Write down. Honestly, the Lord would honor. Write your plan down for how you're going to come out and recover and have healthy adrenals again. Write it down. Otherwise, you're like, what did I do last week? What did I do this week? Um, that will get you back into a run. Okay. Yay. Perfect, Joni. Good. Okay. That sounds so good. Love you guys so much. Um, I hope this was benef- if this was beneficial to you, share it, share it, share it with someone. And I will see you on Monday. I will be rise and shine porcupine because we got really fun things happening on Monday. I can't wait. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.